Hello, this is Tommy Barco. Thanks for joining us on the Essential Podcast. Today, we're talking about four useful phone apps. All right, welcome to the show. This is episode... Uh, 15, Matt. Isn't that crazy? I know. It's been a long time. Started, uh, what, <laughs> January 1, and here we are, episode 15, more than halfway through the year. I know. You know, our first podcast didn't launch in January, but that's how long we've been working on it, so it seems like forever. It does. It absolutely does. And now we're coming back <laughs> coming back to winter where we first started, so I know. right back around. Yeah. Well, it's been fun. Uh, the podcast has received tremendous feedback. Thanks, everybody, for for joining us and listening in. We'd love to continue to get your feedback. We'd love to hear your topics, uh, things you'd like for us to discuss. But today, we're going to tell you about some apps that we just both find incredibly useful. Tell you a little bit about them, and hopefully, if you're not familiar, you can grab them and improve your life, make it a little easier as well. So Matt's got two. I've got two. Uh, We have a few bonus ones here if we have extra time. So we'll just dive right in. Yeah, you're going to go first? first? Oh, look at that. <laughs> I'll, I'll defer you know, to you. Go ahead. All right. Yeah, I'll start. So, like I said, we've got two here specifically. The first one I'm going to talk about is a scanning app. So most people are probably familiar with these. Basically, what it does is allow you to use your camera on your phone or device to scan documents to then email or just save uh, text, whatever you'd like to do. And I've been a longtime user of a, an app called CamScan. And that's actually not the one we're recommending. Uh, have recently been aware of, been made aware of some permissions concerns. We don't really know what's going on with that app, if it's secure or not. It works well. And if you're not using the cloud feature, maybe you're fine. But for me, one of the things that I like to do with this app is actually scan little works of art, notes from the kids, test grades, fold, I mean, anything sentimental, pictures, stuff we run across, handwritten recipes, all this stuff that we'll find just occasionally laying around the house, and we'll cam scan it. Shelly and I share this cloud uh, sign-in with that app, so she'll scan stuff, I'll scan stuff, and it's kind of become this archive for us. And not really knowing who's seeing that, what, uh, what they're doing with it, or what they potentially could do with it. We're not accusing anybody of anything here, but it's just some unknowns, some question marks. I have since began using Adobe Scan. So that is by Adobe, which we all know and love, and is uh, received tremendous feedback. It has almost 20,000 4.8 five-star reviews, you know, averaging around five stars. This is on the uh, iOS, and it works the same way. So highly recommend you check it out. It's free. There are some premium features that you can pay for, but it works great for scanning a business card, scanning documents, scanning all these personal effects, items, things to archive, and of course saves it to the Adobe Cloud. So it's accomplishing all those same things, but from a much more reputable, much larger, and more well-known developer. Well, I like you bringing up the cam scanner, Tommy, just because, again, like you said, it's a developer that is unknown, the person who created the app, Mm -hmm. and they might be keeping your data, they might not be. We don't know, so we have to default to safety, which kind of brings... It really ties into my next favorite app, which is Mm -hmm. uh, Norton Password Manager. The same guys, Norton Semantic, that do all the antivirus stuff, they have a free password keeper or password manager, but you can also put in your addresses, um, notes, 
credit cards so you can do fast, secure pay, and it also connects to their secure server. So if you're going to buy something and you're worried, oh, are they going to take my credit card information? Basically, Norton has you covered. So one of my favorite apps, because I, of course, do use the standard uh, 16 or more character passwords that are not words, not birthdays, you know, all the stuff you're not supposed to do. I don't do any of that. They're just random jumble of letters and numbers and symbols. So it really helps keep track of it. So one of my favorite apps also put my passports um, in there when I travel. I like to take my security probably too far than most people. So what I do is I delete that once I get back, but yeah. has all logins, everything that I need. So really enjoy the Norton Password Manager app that you can get. And it's free as well. Yeah, that's a great one. And uh, since we're on this line of security, you know, I'll kind of tie in with a bonus one here. I didn't necessarily plan on this. It was kind of a, a backup, but there's an app called Tunnel Bear and it is a VPN that you can use and basically turn on no matter what network you're joining. So if you're in the airport, in the Starbucks, and you're going to do something important, or Matt, probably for you, anything that you'd be doing since you're a little overprotective here, (laughs) uh, you can uh, turn this on and have a secure network to surf, browse, upload data, whatever you're doing on the Internet. You know, a lot of people may have this as available, something like this available to them through work, you know, a secure VPN, but it works on... Your iPhone, your iPad, you can use it if you're connecting to a hotspot using those devices. And you can't be too secure these days. I mean, they're hacking elections and everything else, supposedly. So <laughs> <laughs> Everything. Everything uh, is pretty much tied in tied in electronically. So yeah, can't protect be, yourself. Can't be, be smart. too safe. Right. Use trusted developers. Use password managers from secure, reputable developers. And protect your browsing with... You know, firewalls, routers, passwords, and a VPN here using Tunnel Bear. So, what's the next one, Tommy? I know uh, you're taking you're taking three now. Here. Yeah, I'll bounce it back to you, and then I'll wrap up with my my third. How's that? All right, that works. Next one for me is Wonder List. W U N D E R List. Wonder List, and it's a task managing app or productivity app is. Uh, most people call them. And what it allows you to do is to create groups of things. So for instance, one of mine is groceries, and then you're able to create a list within groceries. So for example, right now I've got light bulbs and ketchup of all things (laughs) on my wonder (laughs) list for groceries. And if my wife needs something from the store, she'll drop it in there. Or if I need to remember something when I go to the store, I will immediately just type it into Wonderlist and then it'll save it. And then what happens is when you go back and you're going through the store, you just tap in the screen and it's checking your boxes off. Now, not just a grocery list. You can use it for any tasks, chores, Mm. things that need to be done. I actually have vacations and links on there, places that I've seen that I thought about Mm -hmm. going. So, you know, a little recreation. So you can use it to track anything. The lists are pretty much unlimited. As far as I can tell, I've got like eight or nine. Wow. You know, I've heard of that. I've seen it actually featured in the app store, but I've never used it. But I want to check that one out. Yeah, it's really nice. As as far as a project management tool, I probably, it wouldn't work that great for, you know, work activities necessarily. But there are better options for that that we've talked about on another podcast, mm-hmm. which was Trello. 
Right. Yeah, Trello is fantastic too. Definitely more business oriented. If you are interested in that, check it out or you can hit us up. We'd be happy to talk about it. We're fans. I think we're junkies at this point, right? <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> I think just you and I alone have five or six Trello boards just for for us. And yes. Counting things that aren't, don't con, continue, uh, consider both of us. All right. So I will wrap it up here, Matt, with my final and somewhat self-serving recommendation. If you go to the App Store, you can download, search for and download an app called Write Capital. And this is our financial planning software. It's not ours, but we've partnered with them and actually have white labeled and branded their product to use with our clients as part of our financial planning process. And the reason you want to get this is it has a lot of free features to help you do some of these mundane things that are very, very important, one of which is budgeting. So we believe everybody should have access to information and help with their financial life and financial planning. Just basic aspects should be available. Basic needs should be able to be met with these tools. And that's why we've made this available for free to anybody listening. You can get it from the App Store, of course, but you can go learn a little bit more about it and walk through it some from our website. It's on our homepage. It's barcofinancial.com. And if things get more complex, it's actually very robust and allows us to do some deep digging and planning. But I really like the budgeting aspect. So our church is actually going through what uh, Ramsey calls momentum. And Matt, that is that you try to take the entire church through Financial Peace University. Oh, wow. So I've been very involved with that. I'm teaching one of the classes, but we actually have six a week and are putting 3,300 people through this Financial Peace University. So if you're not familiar with Ramsey and FPU, that doesn't mean anything, but it's basically a way to teach people how to handle their money, get out of debt, invest, build wealth. And a key component, as we've talked about, to being uh, successful in your finances is budgeting. We actually talked about it on a podcast. And you can use this tool, Right Capital, the app, to manage your budget. It'll link with bank accounts. It'll pull in data from thousands of different financial institutions. The thing I like about it is it actually automatically categorizes the majority of the transactions. So you're not having to go in and say, oh, this was food, this was utilities, this was business. It does a really good job. I'd say it's over 90% accurate with my transactions, maybe even more like 95. And it categorizes them with easy-to-read pie charts and lists and allows you to track what you're spending. There's a little slider action items section where you can set budgets, and it tells you how much over or under you are with your current spending for this month or last month. So, again, all that's completely free. We'd love for you to check it out. I'm happy to weigh in and help with any of that, but you can also choose to, no matter even if you if you sign up and, and give us access to it, we don't see all your daily transactions. It just shows a summary, but you can even exclude us from that. We'd love to have you use it and get your feedback on it. It's been very well received, something we've been using for a while now. Well, I really like the the pie graph and the charts that break down everything by your expenditures because it really helps find weaknesses in the budget. Absolutely. Um, so if you're, you know, doing too much in groceries or you're doing uh, one, one, one that hits me all the time is the fast food. It mm -hmm. always <laughs> is able to, and you go, wow, I spent $300 on that this month. That's crazy. That's a lot of meals. So, right. And so, you know, we're seeing people that are going through Financial Peace University, learning how to do budgeting. If you're not already a master of the monthly budget, 
what you've got to do is figure out what's already being spent. Kind of like what you're talking about, you know, even looking back with a budget and, and being surprised. But getting, you know, you may sit here and say, I want to spend $200 on food. Well, when you actually look at the numbers, maybe you spent 800 And that's way too much, maybe. But 200 is way too little, at least to start with. So it's really useful to look back at three months or last month, import this data, see where you stand, and then set some realistic parameters. You know, get the envelopes out, label them with the food and the gas and the clothing, and really get control of your money and get control of the budget. And then you use the app to track that and see what's going on with it. You can, it shows you your net worth. There's debt strategies and student loan repayment strategies and social security strategies and all kinds of stuff we can get into to show you how to save money and make money. It sounds like we need to do a podcast just on how to use that app. Yeah, I think so. We've talked about it, actually. We want to do something that points to some of the depth of our planning process, and this is one of the key tools that we use. So we can do that for sure. Well, Tommy, we're uh, approaching time. Why don't you wrap it up? Yeah, absolutely, Matt. We'll go ahead and wrap it up. I am definitely going to be checking out Wonderlist. Look forward to getting into it. Appreciate everybody tuning in. We'll be back to you in two weeks. Until then, keep it essential. Sticking around after the music here, and as always, we appreciate you tuning in to the Essential Podcast. Just have a quick disclosure for you here. Securities are offered through S.A. Stone Wealth Management, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, and advisory services are offered through S.A. Stone Investment Advisors, Inc.